Strategist Cowboy I'm sorry for not wishing you a Merry Christmas my listeners that is and um, I think I, I want to wish you a good continuation on the new year when it starts uh, and uh, let's go on today I am reviewing two different Danish beers our first contestant this week is a lager called Hops District Pilsner from the brewery Bryggeriet Westfyen but in Danish I say, I'm saying it in Swedish a hops district pilsner costs only 10 Swedish kronas or about 1 US dollar and 20 cents it is certainly not expensive for a craft beer lager which I assume it is uh, a craft beer that is The beer has got a 4.8% ABV. It contains water, malted barley and hops. The beer is canned in a cool green can with a Shiva-like looking man with a hat on it. The can is sized 33 centiliters, i.e. about 11 liquid ounces can. The Hops District Pilsner Lager is said by Sustainbolaget to best be served at 8 to 10 degrees Celsius, i.e. about 4 to 6 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit. The brewery says nothing about preferred serving temperature. How about the experience then? It's clear, it's, let's see here. It's got a large head, but it disappears quickly, I think. A white foam. And inside the glass, on the, on the, on the side of it, there, the bubbles stick to the glass in some way I've never seen before. And it's clear and it's light, a very light beer in color. It uh, smells like typical Danish lager, perhaps. Uh, this is uh, if this is a craft beer then i don't see the the use of calling it a craft beer or having a craft beer in denmark because it tastes like most danish beers it's a typical danish beer it's uh, 
a Pilsner-like beer. It's called Pilsner, so maybe it is a Pilsner, but it's a lager too. And it's under 5%. It's 4.8%. Uh, it's not very rich. I'd say that it's a little bit watery. Sometimes Danish beer can be a, a little bit watery. It's not bread-like. And I, I'm not v v being completely honest if I call it watery, if I call it watery, but it's a little bit thin if I say it that way. And not yeasty at all. It's not an ale, so it's normal, absolutely normal. <sighs> Taste on my palate. Just the same as the taste in the other parts of my mouth. A little bit bitter, not much. It's a little bit sweet, it's syrup in it. I bet it's syrup in it. Danish beer usually have syrup in it. The breweries uh, use syrup to, for, for a taste enhancer. It's uh, more sweet than bitter. A typical Danish beer. It's not candy-like. It's got no fruitiness in it. I don't sense the fruitiness, if there are any. I don't think so. I don't think there's taste enhancers fruit taste enhancers in it and it's not uh, there's not no spices and the undertone is typical danish beer typical danish beer i say it again typical danish beer the carbonation level no, not particularly uh, high no i wouldn't say so even though it uh, had bubbles on uh, the inside of the glass on, on the glass on, on the inside but it's gone now and the foam is also the head is gone completely gone now so it disappears quickly so the carbonation level is kind of uh, low i'd say danish beer usually don't have that much carbonation level actually i think the one I can remember anyway. It's not creamy of course. And it's not it's not acidic and there are no aberrations I'd say. The aftertaste, okay. A little bit syrupy aftertaste. And uh, typical Danish beer. There, I said it again. Okay, what about grading then?
I don't think it's worth that um, high grading, high upper grading. I think it's um, it can get uh, a three. I've never given a three before, but this one is a three. Three devils out of ten possible. That's my grading. And I sometimes feel this nauseousness. I, I, I think it's called that, nauseousness. Where, where I think I, I feel a little bit in my stomach. I don't, I don't think I agree with the syrup in it. This is open. This often happens when I drink Danish beer. Beers. I get a little bit uh, sick of, uh, not sick, but nauseous. Uh, nauseous. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, you know what I mean. Our next contestant is Tuboy Gold, a lager from Carlsberg Breweries. A uh, Tuboy Gold costs just under 10 Swedish kronas or about 1 US dollar and 20 cents. Just at the former beer. Tuboy was once a competitor to Carlsberg Breweries before Carlsberg bought them up. And I think that you cannot find any information about this Tuboy beer sort at least on Carlsberg's website has something to do with that. Tuborg has always had a better coziness factor than the bigger Carlsberg. They used to always have two drunk, drunkard bums on their beer bottles label, and one of them shouted from the back to the other. And this is freely translated from Danish to English. Hey Pericles, when does a Tuborg taste as best? And the other one replied, each time. It was hilarious. Unfortunately, this tender tradition has gone to the graveyard now since Carlsberg bought up the company many years ago. The beer has got a 5.3% ABV. It contains water, malted barley, malt extract, and apparently barley and of course hops. And malt extract is usually syrup when in Danish beers. The beer is in Sweden canned in a 33 centiliters, i.e. about 11 liquid ounces can. Tuborg Gold is said by Sustainbolaget to best be served at 8 to 10 degrees Celsius, i.e. about 46 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit. How about the experience then? The aroma is a little bit weak, I'd say. It's got a large head, but it disappears quickly, like in many Danish beers, but yeah, it does, I think. And it's, 
clear it's a clear beer a little bit darker than the former beer but it's light it's a light beer and you can see your fingers through the glass of course in this light uh, clear beer it's got about two fingers head The taste, uh, what I'd give this beer. It tastes better than the former beer, it does. And the former beer was a craft beer, so it's surprising. The, Dani the, the Danes don't have any tradition with craft beers, actually. They usually lean on their established beers breweries they don't have that tradition like in United States and Sweden and it's it's rich uh, I wouldn't say so but it's uh, richer than the former beer if I say that it's not bread like it's not yeasty. It's a little bit more, just slightly more bitter than the former beer. And it's sweet, it's syrup in this one too. Taste of my palate. Uh, it tastes better than the former beer. It's better in every way, I think. It's not candy-like. There are no fruitiness in it. And no spices. Danish beer usually, usually don't have spices in it. And the undertone is... Uh, also a little bit thin. Carbonation level, not very high, I wouldn't say. It's low. There's no creaminess in it. It's not acidic. And there are, the only aberration, if it's an aberration, is this darned uh, syrup. That's their main taste enhancer, the Danes. Okay. The aftertaste. Well, it's got no particular aftertaste more than beer. A Pilsner style type aftertaste oh well um, how many devils do I give what about grading
It's better than the former beer. I give, I give this, I give this beer four devils out of ten possible. It's a little bit stronger than the former beer. 4.8, and this, this is 5.3. The former beer was 4.8. So it's um, 0.5% higher ABV in this one. And that makes the difference, I think. It's um, the alcohol volume, alcohol, alcohol by volume. Because I think that Danish beers often are thin because they are pretty low in alcohol by volume, uh, like under 5%. So it's Pilsner-like. This one is uh, lager-like. But it's got that, that typical Pilsner taste, but a little better, it is. Okay. Absolutely don't drink and operate heavy machines, military or civilian. Drink responsibly or not at all. Don't drink at all if you're underage or pregnant. This week's lesson is a strategic lesson. Iran vs the United States. This bromance between the Israelis and the Arabs lately, prior to the US presidential election in 2020 that Trump lost, was all too superficial from the Arab side. I knew it was too good to be true. Now the Saudis seem to flip-flop. But why? Because there was going to be a war under Trump against Iran. It was definitely decided in Washington DC a couple of years ago or so. Proof? I have no decisive proof, except for that the CIA factbook unintentionally reveals that the US is going to run out of oil on its own territory at some point in time in this decade. But think of it this way. The only reason why Saudi Arabia ever reached out to Israel was because of Washington's elaborate plans to push Iran into making a limited attack on American forces in the Persian Gulf or elsewhere, so that the US gets an excuse to start the war. That is why the US, already under Obama's administration, had to withdraw from Afghanistan in such a hurry to free troops for the coming war against Iran. It is also why the US at one time started showing interest in Iraq again and wanted to increase its troops there. The Saudis knew that under Trump they had to tolerate the Israelis and they welcomed Israel's contribution in the coming war against the Saudis' arch enemy Iran. To the Saudis, Iran is a bigger threat than Israel. And they are. Now when, it is, when, not, now when it looks like if the not-so-Israel-friendly Joe Biden is going to be president in January, the Saudis turn on Israel with some uncertainty. The rest of the Gulf states will probably follow suit now that the Arabs, Arabs 
are hoping for a war led by Biden against Iran. It is important, even for the sitting US administration, that Biden doesn't get bogged down in domestic bickering about him being a warmonger, which is why there were news reports or leaks coming out from the White House in November 2020 about Trump wanting a war against Iran. Israel cannot be shut out of the deal by the Saudis, because they will not su succeed then. Whether the Saudis realize this or not is another question. The Saudis had in late 2020 opened up for civilian Israeli air traffic over Saudi Arabia. But they wanted to stop this after Trump lost the US presidential election, when it looked like if Trump was defeated for sure. World Israel News quotes, In recent weeks, Saudi Arabia has allowed a precedent-setting move for Israeli planes to use its airspace on their way to the UAE and Bahrain, and in recent months there has also been harsh criticism of the Palestinians by senior Saudi officials. World Israel News, November 23, 2020 The Saudi's foreign minister denied, according to another article in the web-based win, that Netanyahu participated in a meeting that happened in November 2020. Quote, no such meeting occurred. The only officials present were American, and that is Pompeo then, and Saudi, and that was the Saudi crown prince. He tweeted, but if the US is going to provoke a war, when will this war take place? I even know the answer to that. It'll be within a four-year period, if they can succeed with their shady scheme. The aircraft carrier ship dubbed USS Nimitz is patrolling the waters of the Persian Gulf since late November 2020. Since 2012, Nimitz is the oldest serving carrier in the US Navy. Due to the big stakes of American future, with severe oil shortage, it is possible that the Trump administration are prepared to sacrifice USS Nimitz if it means that the Iranians, conveniently enough to the American administration, will start the war by attacking USS Nimitz. This is not very controversial. It is something they have to consider for and in. Any possible future war. They have done it before. In the Tonkin Bay, but with smaller ships. A World Israel News quote. US promised UAE it would not greenlight Israeli sovereignty until 2024. Quote from a win headline, September 13, 2020. The article states, among other things, The 2024 timeframe lines up with the four-year window within which Israel is obligated to negotiate with the Palestinians under the Trump administration's Mideast peace plan. End quote. That is their time plan. Peace means war. War means peace. But there was an obstacle, and the name of the country is Qatar. 
Qatar had been put under a covert commercial and political blockade by land, sea and air since January 2017 by Saudi Arabia, UAE, Bahrain and Egypt from the first month of never started any wars and nominated to the Nobel Peace Prize Trump administration. Till January 5th, 2021, from the first month of the let's go back to the nuclear deal Biden administration. But why? Qatar had too much relations with Iran due to the, to the two countries' shared gas field in the Persian Gulf. The US initially supported the blockade, since the Trump administration wanted to push Iran into the corner and forced them to make a limited military attack on American forces. Qatar stood in the way, albeit there is a US airbase in Qatar. Qatar's answer to the blockade was to strengthen ties with Russia, Turkey and China. Still not convinced? Quote, win, December 22, 2020. He, and that is senior Trump advisor Jared Kushner, also said he expects Morocco to join an investment fund created by Israel, the US and the UAE for investing in projects in the Middle East. There are several countries in the region that have approached us for projects, he said. He added that the Democrats have signaled that the incoming Biden administration will continue to advance these business developments. End quote. I let the quote speak for themselves. Note that the Biden administration at first seemed to have halted the war plans from the former Trump administration. It looked like if secret war preparations were being made public and this makes it possible for people like me to find confirmatory information. I wasn't in the dark before, but the fog of war was thick. Press stop. American bombers flew into Syria at dawn on the 26th of February 2021, and the target was an Iranian-backed Shiite militia group in Syria, a group that almost two weeks ago, counterproductively, as usual, carried out a rocket attack on a US base in Iraq. Iraq. The, the Biden administration is grateful. Because right after, or the following day, the Biden administration slaps some of the minions of the Saudi crown per, Crown Prince and lets the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman himself off the hook for the gruel killing of the journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Their relationship with Saudi Arabia is larger than an individual, says Foreign Minister Tony Blinken. So it is business as usual then. I knew that Biden wasn't a freshman, so it is no use being surprised. But at least the Biden administration intends to make sure that such gruel murders don't happen again. The United States will not tolerate threats or attacks from Saudi Arabia outside its borders against activists, dissidents or journalists, Tony Blinken said a couple of hours after the air raid. 
convenient. If I had any doubts before, I don't have them any longer. There is going to be a war. I am writing this in February 2021. If there is going to be a war, please God let the US win, because there are no good ex exit options from a third world war for us Nordic people. At least they have a sober and intelligent chauffeur now. It is important that we Swedes remain pragmatic. Never have a small country known so much, but being able to do so little. Hence the little prayer here. Sources for this were CIA World Factbook 2015, CIA World Factbook 2018 to 2019, World Israel News Win, Visual Politic, and Eser Ekot. Thank you and see you later, alligator at a wild crocodile. Oh, thank you.